This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Full of frustration. Silly mistakes again. Full of despair. I don't even know if I'll have a club tomorrow. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. It could be League Two next season. Bolton are down, Norwich are down. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory. Get in! Pride. It's been a joy to watch. Passion. Nanny! In search of silverware. MLS Cup champions, baby! And they found... ATL. Orlando! Major League Soccer. Oh, this feels good to say. Welcome to the 2020 MLS season. My name's Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. This is season three, episode three of the MLS UK show. And this is a big one. Trust me. This is the MLS UK show. The MLS UK show with Lucid FC, a distinctively modern, casual fashion label. Take a look at lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk and see why celebrities love the look. This season's current line is called What's Your Effing Club? Which is your ref? Football, fashion or film? If it's football, you're in the right place. Film, the MLS UK show podcast is now available to watch on YouTube. But fashion... It's always lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk. Well, I think we should start with saying uh, thank you to our sponsors, Lucid FC. Yes, thank you, guys. Uh, they've been sending us some uh, of the new uh, stuff. So here's a, a Lucid FC New Era collaboration cap that they sent. I would wear it throughout the show, but I've got my headphones on. And I mean, my head's big enough, so it wouldn't fit. But thank you, guys. Um, Black and red, hey? Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie, they did ask to do out on the black and red one. And I thought, well, with Atlanta United going through in the Champions League this week, I might as well. Uh, I'm pushing for a purple one. <laughs> one day, my time will come. Uh, where do we even start? Today on the show, we've got so much planned. Of course, we've got our predictions for the season, mm. which went so well last year. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, a crisis right, which after my poor performance last week, I'm going to do. So you're in the chair this week. Okay. 
Uh, we've got the my guide to Salt Lake City, and it's part one of Poppy's kit reviews. Sure, I have an idea because apparently, according to uh, what everyone's saying and all the feedback, that's all people want yeah. is is Poppy doing the kit reviews. Should we just put that on now and then we'll just go home? Uh, no, no, let's let's you know we've got we've got admin to talk about first, so okay. bear with us. That will come up, and believe me. You'll you'll like it. Some of the stuff she said, even I'm like, <laughs> like what are you talking about? Uh, the Atlanta one as well. Uh, you'll you'll enjoy that more than I will. But that's coming up later on. Uh, so shall we uh, dip into our mailbag then? Yes, let's do the mailbag. Um, can I find my thing? Yes. Uh, let's um let's get the old AOL fired up. <laughs> what I like about this is um doesn't go on too long. <laughs> It doesn't hurt your ears at all. No. It's not infuriating or annoying. It really gets straight to the point, you know? Why did we ever put up with this? Here we go. Welcome. You've got mail. We've got mail! Let's dip into the mailbag then uh, of what people's been saying. Mm. Of course, we're on YouTube now. You can watch each episode. Uh, Subscribe, MLS UK Show. I'm going to let you do something, then I've got a special mailbag. Okay, well, we've got uh, Sounders Immy, or Sounders Simmy. I don't know how they're uh, how he's, uh, pronouncing it, but he's a new subscriber, so welcome. Uh, he says, uh, love the show, long-time Sounder, season ticket holder, uh, but just getting back into the league as a whole, and it's fantastic to have a perspective from across the pond. It's very nice of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, he says that he loved the roulette thing we did last week. That was our uh, who's signing for Inter Miami this week uh, because it just seems to be random pe- random players from across the world. Uh, so he liked that. Uh, Greg says, I wish I could go back and listen slash watch your previous seasons of the show. <laughs> this is a you fan, don't. <laughs> a fan from across the pond. But if you do want to catch any of our old episodes... It's you, okay, you can't do it on YouTube, but if you go to your podcast provider, subscribe while you're there, and there, all the episodes are down there. Yeah, they're, they're all there for your enjoyment. We recorded some in this studio, uh, some in that dark, dingy room there, uh, some in that studio there, um, but we're here now, we're here for good. And uh, finally, Ritik, he says, uh, have you seen what's going on with Birmingham City and uh, the Birmingham Legion in yeah. USL at the moment? They've, they've become friends, haven't they, which is nice. I like this. Um, there needs to be more of this. Um, there's A couple of years ago, um, my team, Norwich City, had a bit of beef with North Carolina because of the NCFC. Oh, I mean, Premier League team, we're probably going to take the win on that one, I'll be honest. Well, uh, luckily, AUFC, there isn't really uh, an Atlanta United. BWFC, we have a problem with Bray, uh, Bray Wanderers, <laughs> who are an Irish side uh, on the, the Bolton Wanderers hashtag. But a fact about Bray Wanderers is when Bolton moved to their current stadium, they donated the seats from the old stadium because they spelled out BWFC. <laughs> they donated them to Bray Wanderers. As a fact. Wow. <laughs> wow. The fact you came for. That's what you came for. You can switch off now. You've got uh, well, what you wanted. You don't want to switch off because, Elliot, you've got quite a big mailbag to, to tell us about now. Yeah. Um, thank you so much to everybody who's uh, who's sent in um, any comments on YouTube, uh, any tweets, DMs, the lot. We are at MLS UK Show on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Facebook as well. Thank you for your comments. However, um, we've had a, a special mailbag from... Uh, well, a special person. Up for auction recently. 
was uh, a particular jersey. Now, as you know, I'm trying my hardest to collect jerseys from every single team in MLS. Now, that's great. That's all well and good when you find like a really retro uh, Dallas Burn jersey uh, or you're like, oh, yeah, that all-star jersey from a couple of years ago. Yeah, really nice. Oh, it's got Dwyer on the back. Oh, no, thanks. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one team was causing me a bit of a problem, and that was Atlanta. I have respect for Atlanta, for everything they do, but as an Orlando fan, I didn't want to buy an Atlanta jersey from their store or whatever and give them money and proudly hang it at home because I just didn't want to do that. You can identify with that. I can do, yeah. I can do. So I found a way around it. Um, myself and Henry used to work on a hit music show here in the, here in the UK on the radio, and uh, we used to do all sorts of interviews, and um, we met Ed Sheeran a couple of times. Yeah. Now, Ed Sheeran recently held an auction where he auctioned off loads and loads of his stuff for charity. In that auction, describe what you see for the uh, listeners. Well, what he's got is an Atlanta United shirt with Sheeran 17 on the back. Although someone, when you put it on Twitter, did point out that the one and seven aren't... Yeah. They're not straight, it's are they? It's true. The, the I think seven. they gave him a defect one. <laughs> yeah, the seven's about half an inch higher than the one. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty cool. It's the uh, the peach jersey from a few years ago. I'm never wearing it, ever. Don't even get that in your head. <laughs> that's not something that's ever going to happen. Um, but it's got the full um, auction authenticity on it. Um, so yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you to Ed for not wanting that anymore. <laughs> Is it for charity? Yeah. Of course, you give anything away for charity. You give your best stuff away for charity. If you had an Orlando shirt, he'd probably have his dog, like, walking around in it or sleeping on it. But that Atlanta shirt's got him some money. So well done, Elliot, for getting a prized possession and also giving your bit to charity. I've given to charity. Yeah. I've relieved him of his shirt that he never wanted and uh, I've solved my Atlanta problem. So <laughs> so just before we close the mailbag, we need to tell you this is so exciting. If you remember last year for MLS Cup Final, we teamed up with Mystery Football Jerseys. Uh, we've done it again this year, but for fantasy so MLS Fantasy is back. You've chose your team. Yeah. I've chose my team. Um, and we tweeted this out the other day, and we've got over 100 people join the league. So uh, we're really excited about this. But we've teamed up with Mystery Football Jerseys and uh, to give away some prizes. So if you finish first in our league at the end of a season... Which uh, you won't, because, I mean, I've got great form. I've got previous... Uh... You... Well, we both actually, we both forget to do it after yeah. week six, so you'll probably beat us too. But whereas last year it was uh, split into two halves, wasn't it? Mm. it? Like summertime, it kind of went into the second part. It's just one season this season. and uh, if Which you... I prefer. Yes, I think we all agree we prefer that. So, courtesy of Mystery Football Jerseys, if you finish first in our league, you will get the latest shirt of any MLS team of your choosing and a £50 gift card for classic football shirts. How good's that? This is so good. And we know how good classic football shirts is as well because um, we've spent a little bit too much money in there in the past. Yeah, don't tell our partners. Uh, and second prize, if you finish second, is a mystery box bundle from Mystery Football Jerseys. These are cool. If you go to their website, you pay some money and they literally send you just a random football mm. shirt. So it's perfect if you are a football connoisseur, a shirt connoisseur, because it could be anyone from Seattle Sounders, Toronto FC to Everton to, I don't know... Antalya Spore. 
that one. It could be a South American team. It could be a Mexican team who you then start supporting in the Champions League. If it's Bolton, I want my money back. <laughs> I think I think I would want my money back if it was Bolton. Uh, so that's second prize. So head to our Twitter at MLS UK Show. Uh, we put it on Instagram as well and Facebook. Uh, it's there's a link there that if you click on it, once you've picked your team, you will automatically join our league. Try and do it before. Uh, the weekend, try and do it before Saturday, so then you've got more chance because mm. you're not missing out on a game week. So uh, we're very excited about that. Yeah. Um, right, shall we get cracking? Game with a changing name. Game with a changing name. If you're uh, a first-time viewer or listener, um, the game with a changing name, we don't really, I don't know, it, we couldn't decide a name and then it just changed every week and now it's just the game with a changing name. Uh, but it's where I give you the career path of a player who's played in the UK and uh, in MLS and you have to guess who it is. Um, I did this a while ago, and I haven't written down the name of the player. So <laughs> this could go really well. I'm hoping um, I'll be able to jog my own memory right. by the time we get to the end of the episode. Or maybe I can guess it from my own clues. <laughs> anyway, uh, they made 20 Premier League appearances from 2015 to 2019. Okay. Uh, at their boyhood club. Um, they moved from the south of the UK to the east of the USA. For those playing along, don't worry, I haven't remembered yet either. They were on loan in 2019, and that loan has been extended oh. to June 2020. I think I might know this one. Seven appearances uh, for their MLS side last season. And if do you need an extra clue or not? I don't think I do, but let's give us one anyway. Okay, they're a winger. Okay, I think I know this one. And I've remembered who it is now. Yeah. Uh, if you know, you can comment on the video below. If you're watching on YouTube, you can tweet us at MLS UK Show or get in touch on Instagram as well. If you are listening uh, on the podcast, who do you think it is? We'll reveal all at the end of the show. Hopefully. Um, I want to bring this back as well, by the way. Into Miami, being linked with loads and loads and loads and loads of players. None of them ever signing. Uh, so let's spin the wheel and find out who's going to Miami this week. Oh, big names in there again. Huge names. Where's it going to stop? Oh, I forgot about him. <laughs> okay. Um, former Bolton Wanderers player, Henry. Go on. Stephen Island. Wow. <laughs> Well, you say that. that that's in the loosest possible way. He was training with us, got a contract, never played. Known for his time at Bolton. <laughs> uh, renowned for his time at Bolton where he didn't play a single game. Wow. Um, more famously, of course, at Stoke and Manchester City. Stephen Ireland. I mean, I'm trying to remember the last time I saw him play. I don't want to end on Stephen Ireland. Let's spin it again. I want a bigger name than Stephen Ireland. Like it, look at him. Be a massive size. Uh, yes, that's who I wanted. Jan Vertonghen. Really? Jan Vertonghen from oh, Spurs. That would be a good signing for them. It's got, well, yeah. His contract ends uh, in June. Oh, Lots of rumours about him leaving. That Spurs side's gonna it's gonna be decimated, I think, yeah. in the next twelve months. Um, yeah, Jan Vertonghen to Inter Miami. Be a good signing that. Better than Stephen Island. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. Right, let's go through some talking <laughs> points then. <laughs> Ahead of a new season. Okay. Uh, let's get ready for 2020. So, uh, well, I think the first one we need to mention, and uh, this is, 
I don't know. I've not seen much about this personally. Um, FC Cincinnati. We're not expecting them to have a, a better season than last season. It'd take a lot to have a worse season, and he could possibly do it. You don't even have a manager. You don't have a head like a head coach. I know. Um, I think the less said about the head coach situation, probably the better. Yeah. Uh, let's just go with the line. Ron Yan's no longer with the club. Uh, <laughs> did resign. Um, so, yeah, and damn it, back in charge again. So he's caretaker coach again for the second time in a year. Mm. It's not going great. However, in a positive for Cincinnati, some of the signings have, uh, have been very good, have been impressive. Obviously, the big one is Locadia from from Brighton, yeah. um, who uh, anyone who watches the Premier League will be aware of. Um, but there's been a few. There's been a few um, decent signings at Cincinnati, and the team's definitely stronger. It's a lot stronger that today than it was this time last year. But with the preseason under under one coach and then literally one preseason game under the caretaker boss and then boom we start this weekend who knows what's going to happen but you know they can draw inspiration from Orlando you know you don't have to make the playoffs in the first five years it's just absolutely fine it is encouraged though. <laughs> um, over to DC Paul Ariola, big player for the uh, US men's national team and for DC of course is out potentially for the entire season yes this is disappointing I mean it shows me how much he's appreciated at DC with they were doing. Uh, they were asking fans to send like good yeah. luck messages and and we're thinking of you messages. I mean that doesn't happen for just any player. So no. that shows how much uh, DC fans and the club appreciate him. It shows how much he means to them. It's it, it's disappointing for me because I wanted to see how Gressel and Ariola yeah. sort of uh, linked up with each other. So I'm, it, that's disappointing. At least they've got Gressel. At least they've still got him. But it's a big blow for DC. Yeah, it was it was an ACL tear in the um, Orlando game preseason. Um, Flores for them just becomes an even bigger signing now. So um, you've got Gressel, we've got Flores. It would have been so nice to add Ariola to that as mm. well. Um, but yeah, alas, he, he looks like he's going to miss the entire season, which is a shame. Chicago, by the way, Chicago. I know when I say quietly rebuilding, it wasn't quiet because they changed their whole brand and look and everyone went crazy for it quite yeah. rightly because it's terrible. Um, but the roster still, you know, it's slowly changing. It's getting stronger. Um, even just yesterday, they uh, they added another DP, uh, Gaston Jimenez, um, a defensive midfielder, which I feel like they need. It's another good acquisition. I'm finding it really hard to place where they're going to be. I feel like they've got a good roster with a coach I have no idea about. I'm not going to pretend that I know loads about the coach because I don't. Mm. Um, but add in uh, Robert Berich, DP, uh, Ignacio Alceda, DP, uh, Alvaro Madran from La Liga. You know, they've added well. And yeah. so it's just a case of how that's going to all gel together and, and fit together. We've seen good rosters not do well. So... I'm interested to see how they get on. We have, but I think for Chicago this year, it is, it's kind of a celebration season, whatever happens. Mm. They're back at Soldier Field. Uh, all the issues from last season have been ironed out a bit. Um, Got a lovely new crest. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I think I think ho Chicago are hoping for that, that new sort of, the new buzz. They'll get a lot of new fans going to Soldier Field because they can do it. It's accessible now. Mm. Uh, so I think they're hoping for that momentum to build and, and then the players to... And just everyone to get on board. And you never know, Chicago are a side that could easily make the playoffs, but at the same time, they could easily be 
uh, towards the bottom. So it's going to be interesting for Chicago, but I think it's a celebration season. The first few games, especially that first one at Soldier Field, just enjoy it and, and be thankful for what you now have compared to what you did have. Yeah. Um, your boys, Atlanta, suffering absences. Uh, Robinson has got a quad injury. Uh, Castillo, rib injury. Uh, Bello, concussion. Rosetto's got visa issues. Is it a problem? Genuine question. Is it a problem for Atlanta that somebody like Robinson is missing? A new um, acquisition like Castillo is missing when you've already lost some decent players? Uh, it is, and if you would have spoke to me before the second leg of the Champions League, I'd have said, no, disaster, we're going to lose every game, <laughs> it's going to be an awful season. But after seeing him win 3-0 the other day, and uh, Petey Martinez and Josef Martinez uh, scoring the goals, linking up well together, of course there's Barco in there as well, I think it's just going to be standard Atlanta where we'll try and score more than you, <laughs> and that's what they'll do throughout the season. With the Champions League, does that not make it worse in a way going into this weekend having already played these two competitive Champions League games with not a huge amount of players available um, you can look at it two ways you can look and think well they've got a two game advantage over every uh, well majority of the rest of the league who haven't played yet mm. but yeah on the other hand it, it could be um, you know that they're a bit more tired especially playing a few days before the Nashville game so we'll see but I don't know. You look at Atlanta, you think, well, they've won MLS Cup. They've won the League's Cup. You know, they've... they've um, Not the League's Cup, the Campiones Cup. Uh, they've uh, The Champions League is the one to win for them. Mm. So maybe they're thinking, OK, we'll take a hit in the in MLS. We'll make our run to the playoffs later on. But let's try and win the Champions League first. And wouldn't it be just my luck that the one time an MLS team does well in the Champions League, it would be Atlanta? Just, just would be. Um, sticking with the absences, uh, LA Galaxy going to be without Alvarez um, for at least the first two weeks of the season. He's got ligament damage. Ligament damage sounds really bad to me, and they were like, oh, it's a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I've never damaged my ligaments, but I wouldn't like to. I stubbed my toe and I'm out for a month. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, another another key player missing from the, from the opening weekend there. I want to just touch on VAR. Quickly, in yeah. 30 seconds, VAR in the Premier League we're halfway over halfway through the season now. Go. Well, it's difficult because you look at what the Premier League are doing and you think, like, what on earth is going on? Yet you look at MLS and you think, they're getting it right. So why don't the Premier League just look at MLS? Yeah, I, I've I've been a big advocate. People in the UK hate me because all I do is bang on about MLS. And, yeah, they do, actually. <laughs> and, but I genuinely believe that MLS got it so right very, very early as well. Two, three years ahead of the Premier League adopting it. And yeah, there's been, there's been moments. Of course there has in MLS. We can all come up with a few moments where we've had some big issues. But the majority of the time, I think that the VAR in MLS has been uh, executed correctly. Because it's not the technology that I have a problem with. It's the use of it, the mm. way that it's used. My favourite thing that's happened, if you've watched any Premier League game this season, you'll know what happens is with offsides, they're drawing a virtual line. So like you might have literally a finger. You might be offside by it at your yeah. little finger. Uh, and it's just crazy. MLS have said they're not adopting this offside malarkey, as we're calling it. Um, so there'll be none of this in uh, virtual line drawn across uh, when we're looking at offsides or which I think is good. They've seen it. They've seen the Premier League. To me... Whether Premier League have any respect for MLS whatsoever, probably not. I don't care. They probably don't care about MLS. However, the fact that a league such as MLS, a stature such as MLS, have looked at the Premier League and gone, no, nah, we're not doing that. 
I love that. I think it's great. Um, I'm up for this season. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. So still to come on the MLS UK Show, we've got Poppy's Kit Reviews, My Guide to Salt Lake City and A Crisis Right. Uh, but first, we need to do our predictions for the new season. Oh, good. <laughs> Uh, so we've got some categories and we're going to uh, make our predictions now and at the end of the season we'll come back and uh, and see how well we did. So you've got the categories there, Elliot. Yes. Um, so uh, we did this last year and the predictions were um, a little wider than Mark, shall we say? Is that, yeah. is that fair to say? Um, so I've tried to um, tried to you know keep us on track this year. First of all, key signing. Your key signing of the uh, closed season. I'm going to go with... I was torn, actually. I was going to go with um, one of two strikers for sides that really needed the help after like, poor seasons last season. I was torn. I've gone for Alan Polito mm-hmm. for SKC over Lucas Cavallini for okay. Vancouver. I just think both of those sides, they need the help up front. Perhaps Vancouver more than SKC, because yeah. I, would, I would trust SKC to score more than Vancouver. But I just think Polito... He's coming, he stocks really high from Mexico. I think he could be a great signing, so I'm going to go for him. Okay, I feel like SKC get goals from around the team, whereas yeah. um, Vancouver struggled a little bit more. Uh, I've gone for Julian Gressel. Right, DC. I've seen DC fans making a lot of fuss about Flores, and I'm sure he's probably going to be a really key signing, but I think people are massively underestimating Gressel. I really do. I didn't want to see him leave Atlanta, so... So you didn't pick him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, next category is MVP. MVP, uh, I'm going to go for it. I, I was always going to choose him at one stage, Chicharito. Oh, okay. He's going to be MVP. He's going to score a lot of goals. That You know, that's my choice. Okay, uh, it pains me to say it, but I've gone for Joseph. Have you? Yeah. Martinez... I just think it becomes more important. Mm. Uh, lost Nagby, lost T. I know Vialba didn't play a lot, which always confused me. I've mentioned this to you before. I, I know he wasn't a massive part of that, but he was He was there. Yeah. Um, you know, should he be, you know, required, whether they needed to lean on him. Um, they've lost players sort of in all positions. And I just think Joseph just becomes even more important now. Okay. Assists. Assists. Um, I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Morales and New York City FC. Mm-hmm. I know he he got it last year as well. I just think I don't see him. Uh, I don't see him calming. I don't see him. You know, taking his foot off the gas. I think he's going to continue. And uh, I know NYC. We discussed it. Um, you know, on the previous podcast that we haven't really signed that many players, but they've still got the the, the nucleus of a great yeah. squad, especially going forward. So I think they're just going to carry on. So he's my choice. Okay, um, I've had to back myself with my key signing and say Gressel because I just think um, with with some of the talent in that team with Ola Kamara up top as well at DC I, I think Gressel Gressel could clinch the assists um, goals I mean we're probably going to say the same thing here well I'm going to have to back up because uh, this is tough because you think Vea yeah. he'll score goals Jose Martinez hopefully but probably will score goals but you don't get MVP without being top goal scorer, so I'm going to have to go for, for my MVP choice, Chicharito. Okay. Um, I've gone for Vea. Yeah. Yeah. Gone for Carlos. It's just a, for me, it's a straight shootout between uh, Vea, Martinez, and Chicharito. There may be a fourth, fifth runner. We're not going to know who that is yet. Mm. So it just, I know it's, 
anyone could have stood here and gone Carlos Vela, but that's who that's who I'm going for. That's, that's who I believe is going to have it. Okay. Most improved. Most improved. Who's going to be most improved this time next season? Um, SKC. Yeah? Yeah. I think last year was a big blip for them. Huge blip. I was so surprised. I don't know whether the Champions League affected them or not. I don't know. But they're not in the Champions League this year. So they've got a straight run at MLS. I'm going to go with them. They'll be back in the playoffs. Wow. Okay. Big. Um... I don't want there to be audio of me saying this, so I'm going to get you to guess who I've put. You haven't got Orlando, have you? So, uh, next category. <laughs> uh, he had to go for, him. for one thing, you had to have Orlando, so I'll let you have that. Surprise failing. Orlando. <laughs> That's not a surprise. <laughs> um, surprise failing. You know what? I'm going to go with uh, the Red Bulls. I think, are you? Uh, you, I think Red Bulls this year are relying a lot on the um, the youth that they got the previous season. You know, like to Tom Barlow, Brian White. And uh, yeah, okay, they're good players and it could well work out. But also, I don't see as much experience in there. They've still got Raya, of course, but I think they might struggle this year. Okay, I... Um... <laughs> I've once again gone for uh, maybe more hope than insight. Um, would you like to have a guess? Atlanta? No. Into Miami? So, um, what's next? Do you think they have a poor season? I'm just concerned about... I, it, it all feels very rushed. Yeah. Nashville are not getting any any headlines, any plaudits. Yeah, that's fine. Nash, uh, Miami have got big headlines going on with with owners, with players and being linked and, and coaches and all that. And that's absolutely justified. Um, Nashville just quietly going about their business. Loads of MLS experience on the roster. Mm. Could be quite a tight defensive ship, potentially. So I just think maybe they deserve a little bit more credit than, than they're getting. But Miami could come crashing down. Probably not, but I'm just hoping. I can't wait to watch these and listen to these back at the end of the season. <laughs> The MLS UK Show. Okay, so this started in season one and we thought, well, we could review the kits ahead of that season, but uh, what do we know? You've seen our fashion sense. We've had to get a uh, a fashion sponsor on board just to dress us. Uh, So we got instead my girlfriend, now fiancé, Poppy. Uh, She works as a makeup artist on a British TV show called Coronation Street. So we figured, well... She knows what colours go together and she won't be looking at it from a, a football fan's point of view. She'll look and think, but why are they playing in red? Well, it's it's FC Dallas, they always play in red. Yeah, but we should play in this colour. So uh, we got her on board and it's fair to say she's got quite a few fans. So much so that all we've had this uh, close season is, what does Poppy think about this mm. kit? I wonder what Poppy thinks about that kit, uh, which, which she loves, by the way. It's great for our morale as well. Yeah, great for us who actually present the show. But uh, for those on Twitter, she has actually responded to a few people as well. So uh, here we... Can we, we get her verified? <laughs> Shall we try? <laughs> so here we go. We're going to do part one this week. We'll do part two uh, next time. We're going to do the Eastern Conference. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see the pictures that I showed Poppy that uh, she comments on because a few of these she actually does comment on the the promo picture rather than the actual kit. Yeah. Starting with Atlanta United. Now, for those who can't see, mm. the promo picture for Atlanta United is Josef Martinez dressed in a crown and chains. So this is what she's had to say. It's like gangster on a budget, isn't it? It's like a wannabe 50 cent with a crown on <laughs> like those chains. Oh, I'm cringing. What a poor guy. 
Have I mentioned how much I love Poppy recently? <laughs> a wannabe 50 cent. No wonder you put a ring on it. I said, this is our best player at Atlanta. He scored close to 30 goals and over 30 goals in the last two seasons. MVP, and you're calling him a wannabe 50 cent. Sorry, can we just enjoy that again? It's like gangster on a budget, isn't it? It's like a wannabe 50 cent with a crown on. <laughs> like those chains. Oh, I'm cringing. What a poor guy. Yeah, I'm, cr- I'm cringing as well. Uh, so next I showed her Chicago Fire and she simply said... It's just like really boring. That was it. I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> I did ask her about the badge, but then she asked uh, what even is it? And I couldn't, I couldn't answer yeah, her, so great, we moved on. Great question. Uh, okay, next is FC Cincinnati. They've gone for their uh, traditional... Uh, blue kit, but it's uh, like, like a royal blue, like a Chelsea blue on one half, and then a darker blue on the other half with orange Adidas stripes at the top. Here's what she said about this one. Oh, I really don't like it. You, the only thing about it I like is those orange stripes on his right shoulder. It's like a patchwork quilt. Like, they've cut it up and your mum's tried to fix it. I quite like that one. I like it as well, but she obviously doesn't. I've seen a lot of hate for it on Twitter. No, I like I'm, it. I really quite like it. Uh, okay, next in alphabetical order is Columbus Crew. If you remember, if you're a fan of the show, you'll know that Columbus Crew are a favourite team. Oh, yeah, the Buzzy Bees. She likes the yellow and black sort of combo. This year they've gone for an away kit, uh, which is black with the yellow Adidas stripes. Here's what she said about this. Love the Buzzy Bee team. Columbus Crew, repping, I'm here for you. I love the chest. It's like an old school like music thing where you watch it and the bars go up when you like listen to the music. I would wear that. So uh, okay, she's a, she's a Columbus fan, mate. What have it, like? How has this happened? I don't know. I really don't know. Also, can we just relive this moment? It's like an old school like music thing where you watch it and the bars go up when you like listen to the music. Does she mean like an equaliser? <laughs> That's the one, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, what was it she loves? I love the chest. I've... I did wonder where she was going with that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next, DC United traditional DC United black shirt, white stripes, red on the sleeve. Love it. Just classic black, isn't it? Black and white, red sleeve. Love that. She's a fan of it. Okay. Uh, Next is Inter Miami. Uh, We did this before they unveiled their white shirt. So Mm. this is the black one with uh, the pink Adidas stripes. Here's what she said about this. Yeah, I really like that. I like the colour pink. It's it's like a lilac-y pink. It's like plain, simple. Yeah, it's nice. I've gone off her again. (laughs) Uh, now, this is where it kind of gets interesting. Uh, Montreal Impact, as you can see on the screen there, this is a short review of it. Uh, they've, their kit is like a, like a grey shirt with then white shorts and socks. So here's what she said about the top. Here's a one-second review. Looks like it's not been washed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, simple. Okay. Uh, New England Revolution this year, they've gone for a blue kit. with. It's kind of got like a white sort of uh, stripe. Like mm. the If you're watching on YouTube, like the white stripe we use, which comes in between each uh, yeah. thing we do, uh, it's across with the sponsor. So here's what she said about this. No, I'm not feeling it. And I get where they're coming from with the red and blue, but the only thing I like about that is that paintbrush swipe. That's cool. I'm just not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Mm. Uh, okay. Columbus lead the way. Yes. So now we'll see what does she like better, the New York City shirt or the New York Red Bull shirt. New York City, it's their away shirt. It's got this funky pattern on the uh, the chest that she said she loves. And then it's kind of got uh, pale blue stripes on it. Uh, the picture is of a man who is on, I think he might be on 
uh, Coney Island or so. He's he's in. A, he's outside. He's wearing jeans with it. Is what she said. Love it. Right. You know what? I think we've got a theme here. Anything with a pattern, I'm all for. You know, that's trendy. It's cool. I love that the guy's got it on with jeans. So it's like almost showing like the fans. This is what you could look like if you come like buy my shirt and wear it to the game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're, they're trying to sell it to the fans. Uh, the next one then, Red Bulls. It's the black away top with the red. Uh, it's, it's got the red stripes, red I like badge, this. blackout kit. Yeah, I like it, but this is what Poppy said. Oh, it's just red and black, isn't it? It's a bit boring. No, it's nice. She thinks it's boring. I like that. It's tasteful. Now we come to Orlando uh. City. We've heard her opinions on Atlanta United. Now, what does she think of the Orlando City away shirt? So it's white with the sort of purple, kind of like a gradient sort of feel to it in the center here's what she said about that i actually really like that i like yes! that it ends with the bottom of the shirt white and i like that it starts with the top of the shirt white and then it has like it's almost like tv static great one orlando yes yeah i mean the details are all wrong in that but she likes it so <laughs> that's absolutely fine uh so next we move to philadelphia union um she looked at the picture for this uh, and she started commenting about the 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 woman who was wearing it she had like a like kind of an underarmor sort of thing underneath it she was saying how cool it was but then went on to talk about the shirt that is actually really cool i feel like if you're a fan it's a little bit cold where you are that's a great look if you're gonna wear a, a football shirt but no i don't like it I, I just don't think i like that color gold it's like a dirty gold so she then remembers that she's reviewing the kit not the actual picture <laughs> and she says she didn't like that one if she doesn't like the color i'm probably fair to say she's not gonna like anything they come out with in the next 20 years <laughs> at least no uh, and last but certainly not least it's my favorite review just because i don't like the atlanta one it's toronto fc now if you've not seen this shirt it's kind of like a grayish shirt similar to the montreal one sorry uh with red stripes but there's kind of a a chunky stripe sort of pattern at the bottom and it kind of looks like something that she pointed out. Right. I like the pattern, but part of me just thinks, like the guy that's designed this, right, he's gone and got a white shirt, he's put it on the ground and he's run over it with his motorcycle a few times. <laughs> it does look like tyre tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I have to agree, actually. Now she said that, I have to agree. So that is part one of Poppy's kit reviews. Um, get in touch at MLS UK Show if you agree with what she said, if you disagree. Uh, we've got a tease for next time for part two. Try and work out who she's talking about here. He's come dressed as the pitch. <laughs> I know exactly who that is. Yeah. So that's next time. So part two is coming up on the next episode. It's a great show with the, <laughs> the way it's mowed. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. Anyway, uh, shall we have a game that I normally host, but I want to play because it's a special occasion? Yes, it's the Crisis Right. Uh, it's kind of like higher or lower. And uh, because I did that badly last time, I'm going to be host this time. Okay. You're going to press the button to start the, the theme tune. But Elliot Holman, come on down. Yes. I'm here. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. 
Okay, so this week's category uh, is stadium attendances or stadium oh. capacities, if you will. Okay. Uh, this is to celebrate into Miami of, um, of, of about to move into their new home. Nashville have agreed to move into a new home. Uh, Columbus have agreed to move into a new home. So it's all their attendance, uh, their capacities, but their capacities in their current stadiums. Okay. So we're going to start off with Philadelphia Union, the newly named Subaru Park. Yeah. So their attender, their capacity is eighteen thousand five hundred. But does Real Salt Lake's Rio Tinto Stadium have a higher or lower capacity? I think it will be slightly higher. It is. It's twenty thousand two hundred and thirteen. Okay, RSL. Then how does their stadium compete against Nashville's Nissan Stadium? <laughs> No idea. If I said they also use the stadium as a, uh, I think, an NFL stadium. Okay, so I'm going to say Nashville's is going to be higher. 69,000. Right, moving on. 69,000. How does that compare against Mercedes-Benz Stadium? Mercedes-Benz is bigger, so higher. 71,000. Well done. Uh, So I'm going to choose one uh, that can compete with that. CenturyLink Field, Seattle. Is it higher or lower oh. than the Mercedes-Benz Stadium? I'm going to say lower. 72,000. Oh. The biggest stadium in MLS. Uh, okay, I'll make it easy for you then. Orlando City's Exploria Stadium. Is it bigger than Seattle? Yeah. Um, I have been. <laughs> uh, it's definitely lower. It is lower, yes. 25,000. Um... The Alliance Field, Minnesota, is that higher or lower? Imagine these would be quite similar, but I'm going to say theirs is bigger, higher. It's lower. Ah. It's actually 19,400. And to end, can you get this right? Go on. Into Miami's new stadium, is that higher or lower? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Have a guess? Higher. It's not, it's lower. Oh. 18,000 into Miami's new stadium. Started well, didn't finish well. Am I back hosting next week? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Thanks for playing, Elliot. I prefer answering than asking. I must yeah, admit. I, I felt too much pressure then. Uh, right. Shall we do Henry's Guide to North America, where this week it's Salt Lake City? <laughs> Salt Lake, known for its country music. <laughs> I, I put in generic country American music. This came up, and we're using this one. Uh, right, so last week we did uh, Cincinnati. Uh, this week we're doing Salt Lake City. This is Henry's Guide to Salt Lake City. Hey, Elliot. Do yes. you know that Salt Lake City is the state capital for Utah with a population of 200,000, and it's the only state capital in the U.S. to have three words in it. Wow, great stat. Originally named Great Salt Lake City because of its close proximity to the Great Salt Lake River, Mm. they dropped the word great in 1868 to leave just Salt Lake City. Did you know? I love this fact. You know me, I love my chicken. (laughs) Salt Lake City was actually the home of the first ever KFC. Oh, to be fair, that's good. And it still remains there today. The Colonel did have a restaurant in Kentucky, but then he sold the recipe 
to his friend who lived in Salt Lake City and he called it Kentucky Fried Chicken. So that was the first ever one. And did you know, Mm -hmm. if you go to that KFC, the first ever KFC in the world, and you go in and you go into the toilets and you lift up the cistern, uh, in there, in a waterproof bag, is a list of the secret herbs and spices, the secret recipe to the chicken. actually? No. Fell for that one. Uh, Elsewhere, the other big uh, men's sports team in the state is the Utah Jazz. Uh, They are in NBA, but uh, of the other one, the one we care about is RSL. They play at the Rio Tinto Stadium, which is actually in the neighbouring city of Sandy. It's not in uh, Salt Lake. Sandy, Utah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Other Salt Lake City facts include that they are the biggest consumer of Jell-O in the US, (laughs) the home of the largest manufacturer of rubber chickens. (laughs) What? And the city has more plastic surgeons per capita than any other city in America. And wow. that is Henry's Guide to Salt Lake City. Do you know what? As much as this was supposed to be a bit of a joke, there's actually a lot in there that I will retain and take with me, uh, including the rubber chickens. <laughs> also, this music sounds like... Do you know when you go on holiday and you take loads of pictures uh, on your iPhone and then you can like get it to play a slideshow? Yeah. And it'll put the music on automatically. <laughs> There we go. That's my trip to Salt Lake City. (laughs) And we all very much enjoyed it. Uh, Right, shall we do five things you may have missed in MLS this week? Yes. Okay, Elliot, you know what to do. One. At number one this week, DC could be playing Derby County in a friendly. The the Wayne Rooney Derby. Yes, uh, they're in talks to bring Derby County over in October to face uh, DC United in uh, in a friendly match that would bring Wayne Rooney back to the States. Two. At number two, I was going to do this last time, but we actually ran out of uh, things. We we used them up. Uh, But I really love this story. So Ricardo Clark has retired now, but just before he retired, he signed for Houston Dynamo on a one-year deal just so he could retire at the club. He'd spend most of his career there and he wanted to retire there. So we allowed him to sign a deal for a day just so he could then retire. (laughs) Three. Uh, number three, uh, Roger Martinez, remember him? He was mm. linked with LA Galaxy. Well, it's come out that he actually refused to play for LA Galaxy because he wanted to be the top earner at the club, but Chicharito was on his way. So Galaxy said, no, he's going to be. So he said, right, I don't want to sign for you then. Wow. What a, what a team that would have What a forward line that would have been if he would have, uh, you know, just lowered his demands. Frightening. Four. San Jose Earthquakes are in talks to name a street near the ground. Wondolowski Street. Nice. After the MLS record top goal scorer. So it's like we'll keep... a Californian spin-off to Sesame Street. Kind of, yeah. But uh, less big bird, more big striker, I guess. Smooth. Five. And at number five, Nashville, ahead of their first season in MLS, have revealed their new anthem. Uh, I had a listen to this the other day. I actually quite like it. You think it's a bit naff, don't you? But Yeah. Uh, I quite like it. So, uh, because we're on YouTube now, we don't actually know the rules with playing out um, like music and mm. and whether it'll be taken down or whatever. So, uh, we figured we'd get a bit of help in. We figured we'd just play this instead. <laughs> it kind of sounds similar to that, to be fair. Uh, so, instead of us playing out Never Give Up On You, uh, which is the new Nashville anthem, uh, instead we got help from our mate uh, Gareth, who is the Nashville's UK uh, supporters group mm. he's, a, he's ahead of that uh, he's so excited for the new season and he tweeted out the other day that his son his three year old son who is also called Gareth woke him up by singing the song so I got in touch with him and said mate we, we can't really play the actual song because of uh, I know, copyright 
So can you record your son singing it for us? So if you've not heard the song, the Nashville's official anthem, here is Gareth's three-year-old son, who is also called Gareth, singing it. I'd rather hear this version. Yeah. I all of a sudden feel like I've been doing my uncle duties wrong. I should have been teaching my niece and nephew the Vamos Orlando song. Uh, no, that would uh, that would be abuse, I believe, Elliot. <laughs> um, so thanks for Gareth for sorting that for, out for us. If you're a Nashville fan or if you're a Nashville fan in the UK and you want a UK perspective on what's going on with Nashville, then it's uh, at Nashville underscore UK on Twitter and uh, you can follow him and uh, get in conversation. He's part of hashtag MLS UK as well. Uh, so if you search that hashtag, there's loads of supporters groups and ourselves and just MLS fans from the UK who are uh, talking about the league and, and having our perspective on it. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. Next is the match predictions. I, I gave you that look because I don't want to do this. Uh, season one, I won. Season two, you won. Yeah. Season three. I'm taking the draw. Uh, so what we do every week, we do match predictions for that weekend's action. We get to 10 points for a correct score, five points for a correct outcome. So, for example, if um, I say Orlando City 2, RSL 3, and it ends up 2-3, I'll get 10 points. But if I but if it ends up 2-1 to RSL, I get five points because mm. I said they'll win. Yeah. Uh, so have you got the games there? Yes. DC versus Colorado. Oh, I think DC will get off to a good start. I think 2-0. Uh, I've gone 2-2. Montreal versus New England Revolution. These are tough. I mean, they're tough anyway, but these are tough at the start of the season. Um, Montreal playing at the Olympic Stadium. Mm -hmm. I think that'll help them out. Thierry Henry's first MLS game as a head coach. I think it'll be 3-1. I've gone 3-1 New England. Have you? Mm. I, I, I don't have... Re these are so <laughs> yeah. difficult. We don't know anything about these teams, what they're going to be like, who's going to be the big force. Everything seems to change every year. Okay, Houston versus LA Galaxy. Galaxy will win that. The, the old Houston one, let's face it, the last few years. No Zlatan this time, uh, but I think Chicharito will get them to a win. I think it'll be 2-0. I've gone 4-2 LA Galaxy. San Jose versus Toronto. 2-2. Two -two. I've gone 2-1 Toronto. Away wins you've gone for. I know. FC Dallas versus Philadelphia Union. I think this will be, I think, 3-0. FC Dallas, home effect. I've gone 1-1. No home win. Uh, Orlando City versus Real Salt Lake. Okay, I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it really quickly just so I can't dwell on it. Orlando will win 3-2. Two. 2-0 two Orlando. Next, Nashville, Atlanta. Atlanta will win 2-0. Sorry, Nashville, we'll spoil your party. I've gone 4-1 Atlanta. That will spoil the party. Yeah. Vancouver versus SKC. 2-2. Uh, 3-1 SKC, another away win. Columbus versus NYCFC. 
Uh, NYCFC, they played well in the Champions League last week. Uh, we don't know how they're going to do in the second leg because we're recording this beforehand. Uh, but I think they'll win. I think it'll be 2-1. I've gone 2-2. Two, two. New York Red Bulls versus FC Cincinnati. Uh, I, I know I said Red Bulls will struggle this year, but they're going <laughs> to beat FC Cincinnati. I think it'll be 4-0. I've gone 3-1. New York. Uh, Seattle versus Chicago. Seattle, MLS Cup champions. They'll start well. They'll have a good season. 3-1. I've gone 2-0. LAFC versus Miami. This is a tough one to call. Ugh. What an opening fixture that yeah, is. Yeah, this is on Sky Sports here in the UK. Uh, they've been doing adverts and promoting it for yeah. the last few weeks, actually. Uh, I think LAFC will win. Um, sorry, sorry, DB. Sorry, Bex. I think you're losing your first game. 3-0, LAFC. I've gone 3-0, LAFC. Um, finally, Portland versus Minnesota. Oh, Portland will win that. 3-1. I've gone 2-1, Portland. Uh, so if you want to have your say on the predictions, then uh, get in touch at MLS UK Show or you can comment on YouTube, which is below. And uh, we'll be back next time. We'll look at our predictions and we'll start the league off and uh, we'll see who's going to win this year. Uh, now, in our little battle we've had now, because it's 1-1, yeah. this is a big year for it. All right, and pile on the pressure. Um, any ideas for the game with a change of name? Shall I, shall I give you the clues? Yes. Okay. 20 Premier League appearances from 2015 to 2019 for their boyhood club. They moved from South UK to the east of USA. They were on loan in 2019. That's been extended to 2020. And they've made seven appearances in MLS so far as a winger. Does he play for Atlanta United? No. What? Oh! Where is Heinemann? No. Oh, he's not his boyhood club. Oh, well, that's knocked me a bit. I was so cocky before. I was so confident. Uh, Plays in the East, right? Who could he play for? And he's played seven times, you say, in MLS? So it's not into Miami. Came from Southampton on loan. Oh, he plays for Red Bulls. Yeah. Oh, but a mind blank. What's his name? Oh, no. Oh, no. What's his name? What's his name? Josh. Yeah. Sims. Josh Sims. Yes. <laughs> I knew I'd get there. Everyone oh. was shouting at you right then. <laughs> a complete mind blank. It's horrible, I could isn't see it? his face it's as well. Horrible. Uh, yeah, Josh oh, Sims, game with a changing name this that's week. That's a good one. Congratulations if you got that right. Uh, right, thank you very much for joining us for season three, episode three of the MLS UK show. Uh, remember to like the video, uh, subscribe. Uh, comment if you're on YouTube but also if you're listening on your podcast provider please subscribe and uh, give us a rating as well Uh, but remember the rule Elliot if they're giving us a rating five stars only galaxy style we're not here for four stars three stars two stars or yeah one star or Orlando stars Um, well thank you very much for getting in touch as well Uh, we'll be back next time we'll have part two of Poppy's Kit Reviews and we'll be reviewing the first weekend of MLS 2020 I'll leave you with this. It's like gangster on a budget, isn't it? It's like a wannabe 50 cent with a crown on and like those chains. Oh, I'm cringing. What a poor guy. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.